What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Halftime Snacks podcast. This show features short interviews that you can listen during the halftime of your favorite sports events. Every Tuesday, I host fun conversations with talented people in the sports industry, where we'll learn from their stories, knowledge, and experiences. So go grab your favorite snack and come snack with us. Are you ready? Let's go. Today's episode features the founder and CEO of Playing the Field, which is one of the most exciting ideas I've heard of in a while. Playing the Field is a social network exclusively for sports fans. This platform allows sports fans to connect with one another to create anything from friendships to teammates or even finding your MVP. Their goal is literally to help sports fans connect with each other beyond the playing field. Our guest today is also the host of Fan Experience TV, the show where sports fans go behind the podium to share their favorite fan experiences. I can't wait for today's halftime snack. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Katos. Thank you very much, Ronan. It's an absolute pleasure to join you on the Halftime Snacks podcast. Mike, you're more than welcome. It's a pleasure to have you. Let's kick it off with a quick fun icebreaker. And that is, if you could have one dinner with a sports coach, dead or alive, who would you choose and why? Oh, all right. Uh, throwing in the trick questions here. Uh, with a, Honestly, Bobby V, because I just love him, Bobby Valentine. Um, I mean, he's the reason I'm a sports fan. Wait, for those who don't know who's Bobby V, can you just yes. give a quick... He was uh, the manager of the New York Mets in in the in the nineties um, and early two thousands, and he he brought them to to the playoffs and the World Series um, in two thousand, and you know that was that was really when I started paying attention to, to the Mets, and you know he he's known notoriously for getting thrown out of a game and coming back wearing a fake mustache. Uh, And sitting in the dugout, so uh, you know he's always he's always he's always known for that. But he did a lot with a little, and um, you know he was just a great manager and and made made watching the New York Mets fun. That's great, Mike. Um, man, welcome finally to you know our episode. I've been expecting this for a while. You know some of the the ideas to to bring you on the show is to really learn more about the business model behind playing the field. The future of you know social networking and meeting people through virtual to real life. Uh, really, also want to learn how um, playing the field went through the pandemic and really what what does it take or how are you planning to scale uh, the business to different verticals? So, but how about we just start off by man probably a story. I want to know man, maybe man how many how many sports fans you really had had to to meet. <laughs> to come up with uh, playing the field, how many people you had to be? Yes, yeah, so I would, I would go on the the side of how many non-sports fans did I have to meet, till I realized how important playing the field was going to be for me. And you know, when I came up with this concept, you know, I was sitting there, judging by my, you know, by my age, you know, and the fact that I'm a lifelong sports fan, I used these all the dating apps that, that are out there right now. And I just found myself constantly scrolling through 
profiles in an effort to find sports fans. And I would just be scrolling and trying to find somebody that's wearing a jersey or a bio mentioning their favorite team. And you end up scrolling through, you know, sometimes it's 10 profiles, sometimes it's 15, sometimes it's 25. And you finally come up with somebody that, you know, that resembles what you're what you're looking for, so to speak. And I felt like it was a very cumbersome, very frustrating and, and you know, very roundabout way to to get to what you needed to do. You couldn't couldn't filter out and find sports fans all by themselves. And and if you could and some some apps would let you put in sports as an interest or keyword. And I thought that that was very insulting because I feel that being a sports fan is not an interest. It is a lifestyle. And there needed to be a product that was out there that resonated with the fact that it's a lifestyle and it, and it's just a way of life for for the for people that you know cheer for and and live and breathe sports. I wanted to ask you, like, at what point you realized that this platform or this idea that you had to solve that like issue could really be monetized and really become a business? Yeah. So when I when I first thought of the idea. I was really thinking about it in in terms of my own selfish desires, you know. I'm just uh, I just wanted to find an easier way to to connect with sports fans, and the fact that this didn't exist in the market, I just wanted it to exist in the market. It, it it really did not. It really wasn't about starting a business. It was about you know creating a product that was needed for people, and you know that was that was first and foremost. If if I don't believe in it then, you know, no amount of money is really going to, you know, change that, you know, it, it's a matter of just like wanting it for myself and being able to give it to other people that are out there and help, help the sports fans with, with, you know, a really big problem that, that exists in, in, in the world and the void that's in the market. Um, and I was dabbling and learning how to code at that point. And I, you know, I figured out the name playing the field. It took me, you know, about 20 seconds to figure out that name. And, you know, I'm, I actually went to a, uh, like coding seminars and, you know, just, you know, tried networking with people to learn how to code and learn how to make this app and brought up the idea to somebody that I was talking to at this networking event. And they're like, this is like a business. I'm like, well, I, I guess you're right. You know, I, and I didn't realize how big it was until I actually sat and, you know, took a step back and thought about it. And I ended up going out there and trademarking the name and, and going after it. So it really wasn't until I took that step back and, and just forgot about the, um, the whole, you know, selfish desire part and realized that uh, it's, it was a viable business. Yeah. It sounds like you, First of all, understood that there's, this was something you could use and this was something you would use. It's, it's like a gap in your own experience as, you know, call it like as a single um, male or just as a sports fan that wants to connect with other people. You kind of like felt this gap and you were like, okay, so I'm going to do it for me and then I'm going to see how many people join. And, and then it kind of like took off from there. Or was there a specific moment when, when you were like, man, this could actually be something like huge. This could actually like, was, was there a point in, in, in time that you seriously thought you were brilliant for just having this idea on the back of your mind for a while? 
you know, I'm I, I'm not gonna go and you know declare myself, uh, you know, uh, Tesla or Edison or anything, you know, <laughs> or uh, an Elon Musk or whatever the case is. But the fact of the matter is, there was a void. There was a void in the market. Uh, I did think of something that, yes, do I think it's a simple concept that just wasn't wasn't capitalized on? Yes. Um, but really, you know, at the end of the day, it's it's a matter of how can I help the people that I resonate with, you know, one hundred percent. And and it's these sports fans, and and I understand the pain points. And really, at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. It's it's not about you know the the amount of money that it could bring in. We I already know after you know building this and and going out and marketing it and talking to people, I understand what it could bring in. And, and, and it's, and it's amazing, but mostly it's just about doing what I love and, uh, having, you know, having a blast doing, doing so. Man, I want to talk about the notion of sports being something where people can connect so easily. And this I've, I've realized, you know, at any point in time where you meet, when you meet someone new. I feel like sports is really just the one thing that you can always talk about. You know what I'm saying? So it's like this 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 area in culture where I don't know if it really applies to other specific areas like, say, music or art or movies even. or I don't, I don't really know, but I think that's there's something about sports. I want to know if there's any take you have around that is there anything specific about sports that make it such an appealing and compelling topic to just discuss anywhere and with anyone i you know one 100 uh because as i said before i don't think sports is an interest it is a lifestyle you know you mentioned music yeah you could like pop music you could like r&b music you could like you know uh, hard rock you know but it's There's no other similarities. Yeah, just because you and another person like hard rock doesn't mean like you're you're from the same circles and 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 you you know you're going to get along you know like you would if you were a baseball fan or the fan of the same team. Uh, I don't I don't think team I, I don't think teams are as as important as as some people may. I think that a sports fan versus a non sports fan is a bigger gap than than a Mets fan versus a Yankees fan that's in in my uh in my opinion that's what I feel to my uh to my core and I had um as far as the the lifestyle if you're walking through the street and you see somebody wearing a jersey and it's the same jersey of the team that you're you know that that you love you you feel like you know half of that person's life story because you've lived exactly those painful moments and those joyful moments along with them. You don't know their name, but you, you know what they, what they feel inside because of just all the, you know, all of, all those memories and those fan experiences, you know, which, you know, also brings me to another point, which I have that fan experience TV and we talk sports and we talk to, you know, people in the industry, just like you do. And, um, you know, me and Rick met, at a Mets game and, you know, drummed up a, a friendship for over a decade now. And now we're, we're co-hosting a uh, sports talk TV show together. So, 
so do I think that that sports can just naturally bring people together? 125% yes. <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. I didn't know that you were co-host with someone you met in a baseball game. That's that's amazing. And he's also now your your partner in playing the field. So, man, you, you never know where life is going to take you and where sports are going are gonna to take you eventually. So... It's awesome for you to share with us. Mike, in what ways have you, or do you think uh, playing the field has really challenged the traditional social network ecosystem? Yeah, I, I just think, um, I, I, I think that the, the social networking apps that are out there, whether it be the, the Facebooks of the world or the dating apps of the world, um, some you know, offer the, the friendship angle, You know that they're they're great for the general broadness that they can offer, but we want to hone in on the sports fan. And playing the field does just that because when the second that you sign up, you're selecting a favorite team in part. You know, part of the initial sign up process, not not constructing your profile later. This is one of the core the core information that we take in right off of right off the bat. So. Sorry for the pun. No pun intended there. Um, but yeah, you know, you, you're just going to have them, um, you know, put in their team. You know, let's say it's, you know, the, the New York Yankees. And then we're going to generate a digital card um, for them. And they are going to have the colors navy and, you know, the navy and white, navy and off-white uh, for their card. And it's going to say New York um new york baseball club and in, in al um until we can get licensing and then we can put in some some logos hopefully uh, hopefully not in the you know sometime in the near future but for now you know it's going to be the navy and white if for the mets it's going to be that blue and orange and so on and so forth for whatever team that they're going to choose uh we have all the major team team sports um you know professional baseball football You know, even have soccer, you know, whether it's domestic or or international, you know, so we have all that uh, college teams, you know, they're, they're all baked into our app as well. So, um, you know, we have uh, we're going to add in like minor league teams and stuff like that. But, you know, all the all the major markets are all covered for. Here's where I think I, I'd see most of the value, at least for me, um, in a platform like yours. And just tell me where your mind takes you with my example. But. So I'm a Nuggets fan, basketball, uh, NBA Nuggets fan uh, since AI uh, played with uh, Carmelo back in, I think it was 2004, 2005. Don't really remember it well, but so I'm a Nuggets fan, whatever. I'm from Mexico City. And so I haven't been able to really travel to a game because none of my friends are Nuggets fans. And it's not like Denver is like this very popular place like LA or Miami or New York to just come and hang out and watch a game, right? So this mm -hmm. is one of the reasons why I haven't really been able to come and see a game because I, I, I haven't found anyone amongst my circle of friends that could really join me to a game there. So what I'm thinking is that, okay, if this platform can really just give me, you know, ways of meeting people even from Denver you know even from there I can you know start talking while I'm in Mexico and be like hey listen so I'm a Nuggets fan and I want to come I want to see the game but I don't want to watch it alone like 
you you know what I'm saying? You know where, where I'm going? I'm 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 c connecting with people, like-minded people that would give me just a, 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 the reason or just the the final tick to really come and watch a Nuggets game. So this is where I really see like tons of value uh, in the platform. Is this something that you you kind of like knew? Was this something kind of like also the idea why, of why you made it to like have people find like-minded people that would join them in activities, say it's just a game or just also the sport as itself, like practice like basketball pickup games or, or, or soccer or whatever. Was this like an idea from the beginning or, or this was more developed as, as you guys went? What do you think about like its development as really enabling experiences creating new and different experiences that wouldn't be there otherwise you want to um i mean completely understand where you're coming from so the initial concept like i explained was was from the dating aspect but as i'm creating this and as i am you know going out there and and taking in market research and talking to people i saw that there was some there was a lot of people that were in committed relationships but they were lacking in 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 friendships that you know in all different aspects of that social realm and you know one of the things that even judging by my own experiences as you as you mentioned i used to you know wanna you know if i had like wednesday nights off of work i wanted to join a uh, you know softball league for a wednesday night But you need 13 players. You need 13 players. And in, you know, in your adult life, you have you have friends that have responsibilities. You have friends that have diff differing work schedules, you know, people with kids and, and, you know, whatever it is, you name it. So it's hard to get 13, 14 people together and to commit to a Wednesday night every single week um, between your group of friends. So. And I would just give up right before I even start in trying to create this team because I knew I didn't I didn't have the resources. I didn't have the reach that I wanted to. Uh, so just having an app and a centralized platform where I can go and I can recruit people to play softball or to play kickball or to, you know, to get a pickup basketball game going. As you mentioned, you can't just ride your bike over to your friend's house like you could when you were kids and say, hey, let's go play basketball. It doesn't work like that when you're an adult. And we want to, you know, sports is a kid's game, you know, at, at heart. You, you feel like you're, you're a kid when you're at the ballpark and you're at the stadiums and you're watching your favorite teams play. And, you know, some of you want to play as well. And, you know, we want to make it easy and, and not a chore to, to go and do that. And I, I feel that this one centralized platform is going to help people, you know, put, put together those teams. And it's also going to help those, those people like yourself that wants to travel. I, we're not available in Mexico yet. We will be soon. <laughs> However, um, yeah. Now, now you have a good reason to open the app oh, in Mexico. I didn't, I didn't need another one, but I'm glad that I have one. Um, but yeah, we're, we're trying to push the uh, domestic United States market first, uh, but we will definitely be um, venturing off to Mexico. Canada would be the next, and then you know, definitely overseas as uh as we uh, move, keep continue moving outwards. But, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's people that, especially during COVID now, 
a lot of people are being displaced and they're moving all over the place because, you know, maybe they lost their job and then there's jobs available somewhere else. Or, you know, maybe the cost of living in a, in a certain place, like even New York, I'm in New York, uh, I'm on Long Island, but a lot of people from Manhattan in the city, they moved elsewhere because they, they just couldn't afford their, you know, their houses and their apartments that were in New York. And now everyone's going remote, you know, for the, for the most part in, in a lot of places. And it, it's becoming kind of a new norm, but you're going to move, you know, some people, New Yorkers typically move to Florida. And there's there's a there's a there's a there's a healthy serving of Yankee fans and Mets fans and Jets fans and Giants fans in Florida already. But what if they don't want to move to Florida? What if they want to move to Texas? You know, you're going to be hard pressed to find a Giants fan in the middle of Texas. But they're there. They are there. Um, and, you know, something like that's going to help them. Uh, a freshman going away to college and leaving their hometown for the first time ever is going to know nobody, but they can go and co connect with somebody that's, that's a sports fan, a fan of the, you know, certain, uh, the same team possibly. And they could drum up a, a quick friendship to make that freshman, that freshman transition a lot less awkward than it needs to be, you know, and, and recent graduates are going to have to move, you know, to different cities to find jobs. And I feel that uh, playing the field is going to help them tremendously with that as well. That's amazing for the for the for the client and customer side. Now let's let's talk about what COVID meant for for your business, how how it affected it, and how are you working your way through those obstacles, coming up with solutions. Honestly, COVID, in in a way, helped our business because you know I was sitting there trying to figure out how to how to create this this app and. I was I was going out and I was taking investor meetings and trying to pitch my idea. And at that point, it was just an idea. There was nothing like I didn't have an app and, you know, I, I couldn't figure out how to how to build it by myself. I was trying to find and raise capital to hire a couple of developers. And, you know, I, I went to a pitch event and somebody told me about this. Uh, this program called Bubble, it's a no code you know, no code software builder. And um, then a week later, COVID shut everything down. I had investor meetings lined up. I had pitch events lined up and those were, those were no longer. And I got let go. Well, laid off from my, from my day job because as did, you know, most of the world at, at, at that point in time. And I utilized the extra 50, 60 hours a week that I was given And I just went, I went to town and I, I used this, the software that that one person recommended. And I, I built that, uh, I built the app from the ground up and, uh, you know, we are available right now. Uh, it is still in a, in a, in an open beta. It is on the web right now. Uh, and we are looking to get those mobile apps out very shortly on the Apple and play stores, but we are available and, and people are signing up in, in, uh, in droves at this point because of all of our um, marketing efforts uh, over the last uh, year or so. That's awesome, man. I can't wait to sign up. Can't wait for you to guys have it in Mexico. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. <laughs> Don't worry. Where where do you see uh, playing the field really scaling in terms of like verticals? I know that 
now you're thinking probably mostly on, around baseball, football, uh, soccer, NBA, uh, basketball, and of course, from the type of connections that you want to make, you also you also thought about dating, you thought about uh, friendships, maybe also teammates. And what else are you thinking? Where else can this platform really expand to or scale? And where, like, what do you think in terms of that growing to different verticals, you know, in the upcoming years? Yeah, yeah. So right now we're focused mostly on the, the team sports and uh, the fans of said team sports. I feel that there, there are dating apps, there are networking apps um, for the athlete themselves like you got your you know your map my runs and and uh apps such as uh you know such of those uh natures um so there's a lot of networking apps for you know for athletes you know gym based and and you know find a gym buddy and workout buddy but we want to we want to have something that resonates with the fan you know the the armchair quarterbacks of the world you know the people that that unfortunately they they can't get up and go to the gym because You know, they they have a disability and, you know, but they still love, love the game and they love to watch it. They love they love to live and breathe it. And you know, we want to we want to make sure that they're not left out of the market and athletes are still able to use our app because they're sports fans at heart, too. So it, it, it brings everyone together. And that's really where we're going with that. Uh, but we definitely want to branch out a little bit into you know, into some of the solo sports, you know, like, like the tennises of the world, the, the golf, um, even some esports because, you know, that that's, that's a huge market as well. Um, so really, you know, anything sports related right now, the UI is, is catered towards team sports because of the, the trading card aspect and the, and the fact that your um, favorite team is showcased front and center, but, you know, we would definitely work on some, some new UI and, And have it catered, you know, to be sports uh, specific, um, you know, as we go forward in the future. And, you know, we don't want to just stop there. We want to be a whole, you know, a, a whole sports company. We want to we want to help, you know, make the new generation of sports fans. And, and that starts when you're young. You know, we want to make sure that kids are sitting there and they're they're playing sports. And and if and if it's hard for them to play. You know, we definitely want to play our part and and getting kids on the field and um, and keeping them engaged and and really just out of trouble off their phones because you know and yes we're we're building a you know an app and social 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 networking app but you know we still don't want kids you know to to sit there on their phones um, you know we want to help that you know that that um that youth initiative um, and uh, you know hey down the line. The aspirations of uh, you know having our own beer line or having our own stadium or team is uh, is is kind of my uh, 15, 15 year goal there. Man, I I wish I wish these these existed a couple of years ago when I was a kid. I would have just seen myself using it so much, but also it doesn't really make sense because a few years when I was a kid there was barely any iPhones. So I guess that we're right in the time where technology really allows it. You, you have uh, everyone using a mobile uh, phone, a smartphone on, on, on their pocket. And that makes them really being, be, being able to, to connect with each other. So I guess that the timing is, is couldn't, couldn't really be 
anything better uh, for you guys. And that's why I think that you are really going to have so much success in that area. I also see it expanding to grassroots sports, right? Uh, parents meeting parents of other kids that are in, under the same team or under the same area or municipality or area code, whatever you want to call it. Like I really see it everywhere as long as like sport is really the, the motive between just making new connections with other people. And that's why I think it's super exciting and it really is here to disrupt what we know about, you know, meeting others through virtual and, and creating new and different experiences uh, through that, Michael. So, uh, man, tons of respect for what you guys are developing. If there's anything that I can do for you guys, let me know. Um, and, man, I can't can't finish, can't wrap this super fun and delicious halftime snack with, uh, with you, my man, without asking you a more probably personal question and that is what's the thing you're most uh you're most grateful for um most grateful for is uh you know just great friends and 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 family uh to support you know support me in not only this but you know just like you know everything and um and you know certainly certainly my health and the fact that i get to uh wake up every single day and you know have a have a beautiful beautiful daughter that that actually gives me the motivation to to sit there and, and really want to push harder and 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 push this thing out there into the world and, and help a lot of people. That's amazing, Mike. Thank you for sharing. Where can people find you? Where can people uh, find Playing the Field, sign up? Yes. So on the web, we are at playingthefield.io. And you can find us on all social media platforms at Play the Field Now. We also have a sports talk TV show called Fan Experience TV, where myself and my co-host Rick, we talk sports uh, weekly. Uh, every right now, we're we're going off uh, every Tuesday at eight eight p.m. Eastern, and you know, talking sports. And we also have guests on, um, similar to Ronan, and we have people that are in in and around the the sports industry. Uh, we actually have had some. You know, kind of, you know, some guests overlap between uh, me, me and uh, us in the Halftime Snacks podcast. So definitely go check out, um, yeah. you know, Andrew Norher's um, episode, Max Montre and Matt Wolf. You know, so definitely go check those out if you haven't already. But thank you very much for listening to my episode of Halftime Snacks. It was an absolute pleasure to, uh, to come on, Ronan, and, uh, you know, Thank you for the honor. Man, there's tons of competition on Tuesdays, man. Halftime Snacks are also coming out on Tuesdays. Uh, but that's great. That's that's awesome. Uh, at least people are really going to be entertained on Tuesdays. Um, <laughs> anyways, Mike, man, I want to thank you so much for coming to the Halftime Snacks. It was a really an honor and a pleasure to host you and listen to you and your story and your background and your, your really inspiring uh, trajectory towards... Uh, playing the field and building it and really scaling it and you know trying to to bring new and different solutions and tools for us sports fans man i appreciate you i appreciate your platform and i appreciate you really coming to the halftime snacks man thank you very much for tuning in If you enjoyed this episode, hit the subscribe button and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy learning about the business and technology behind sports, 
make sure you subscribe to the Sports Tech Biz newsletter. I'll leave the link in the show notes. See you all next week. Bye-bye.